Hello and welcome recording to Book in Talk. Oh, I always that thing always messes me up when it says <laughs> recording in progress. Anyway, welcome to Book Talk, and they've got a lot to talk about today. So it's my job at this point in time to get out of the way. All I can do is push buttons and thank Perry, producer Perry, for doing his thing, and we'll keep everybody moving and going. And Jenny, I'll turn it over to you, and then you can turn it over to. Nolan, after you get finished with your introductory remarks. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Book Talk. It has been another wonderful week of reading, and I have been reading this this book by a certain author that we know who happens to have joined us, and I cannot wait for my next free time so that I can see what's going to happen. <laughs> it's a very good book, and I can't wait for us all to talk about it. And hopefully there'll be a sequel coming soon. And if you haven't read it yet, you know, do the author a favor. And if you can, get the book from Audible or Kindle or something like that and help her out. And uh, Nolan, take it away. Hey, everyone. It's good to be with you again today. Um, I feel a little less prepared than usual. I had a guide dog that underwent some minor surgery today. And uh, when that happens, of course, your wallet suffers, as does the, the dog. <laughs> I know and, the uh, feeling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it, it's it's minor stuff. He's, he's fine. He just, uh, it's just been a kind of a prolonged day as a result. We were, hadn't expected it to happen. And and the veterinarian said, you know, this has got to be fixed or he's going to do something to himself accidentally to create a, an even bigger problem. And so, um, yeah, so it's been a bit of a topsy-turvy day around here. I'm hopeful that you will find the ability to provide some redemption and second chances if you feel like something I'm doing today isn't quite up to the usual standard. We'll try to prevent that and make it so it's not all that noticeable. But uh, it's been that kind of day. Um, I wanted to spend time. We've got a raised hand out there, it looks like. Do we want to address that first? Let's do it. Don, come on in. Yeah, there he is. I just wanted to offer thoughts and prayers as a longtime dog owner. Uh, Believe me, knowing what I do uh, because of anesthetic, your wallet will suffer more than your dog did. Promise you that. It's so true. So your your dog (laughs) hopefully will be, you know, up and jumping around and doing what he does before too long. He's very subdued today. He's he's a nine year old dog, so he's all normally already kind of subdued, but uh uh yeah it's mm, what kind you got he's a black lab and he mm. he's he's now wearing one of my t-shirts so that he can't bite at the stitches right on. So. <laughs> i had two of them i had two goldens and i had one cross all there you go there you go four boys and one girl in my time and what wow. a time it was yeah i get that that's a so now I'm, yeah, well thank you for that home, that's very kind I'm home reading you know because my you know crazy days are over right right <laughs> I understand. Well, thank you for your comments. We appreciate that. Hey, anytime, man. And thank you, you. You know, if a guy says a dog's got no soul, that guy's wrong. Uh, yeah, I don't buy that either. Yep. You, you just see too much evidence to the contrary. All right. Well, thank you for that. Um, did we talk last week much about series books? I don't know that we did. Um, if we did, it slipped in my mind because I, I really no, want to. No, that's what we planned to talk about I really about wanted to talk week. about that today if, I, if we get time. I, um, just a quick housekeeping thing. Please remember that we will not be here on the 4th of July. That's the day I release a semi-annual message to my book list, and I need as much time, believe it or not, to prepare that thing as possible. That sounds ridiculous, but it does take some thought, and you do have to word it such that people uh, get credit who should not be left out and things of that nature. And so, yeah, we'll take some time to do that next week. But we will be back here on the 11th, 
As Jenny mentioned, we're going to be talking with uh, with those of you who've read it about the book Haven by Sherry Gomes. Um, she has kindly agreed to be here and uh, hopefully experience some adulation for what she's done and maybe answer a few questions from those who um, maybe liked it a little less than than others will. It takes some bravery to do that, and uh, it's it's kind of a book signing minus all the thrills of a book signing. So we're we're honored that she's willing to step up and be here. Um, we have that a raised is, hand, so let's go ahead and take that. And it's going to be Joni. Joni, come on in. Hi, everybody. Um, and Nolan, I just uh, hope that your dog is going to be fine. And uh, it's hard to see an, an animal going through things, and you have to watch them go through it. And it's awful, but anyway, I'm sure he's going to be fine. At least I hope so. Well, I want to talk about a book that I read recently called Fairy Tale by Stephen King. I read it from Bookshare. I read it in Braille on my Braille note, and it's a very, very, very long book. Um, I think it took me about a month to read it, and I read it a lot. I read, I read it during that month every day for several hours. Um, Stephen King, as we know, has written some good books, some excellent books, and some not so good books. Well, Fairy Tale is excellent. Now, it, it, I think that it should be a little bit shorter, but there's something about Stephen King, his use of language, his use of words, his making up different languages for these secret kingdoms that he invents is fantastic. I really, really enjoyed the book. I recommend it. I know that Bard has it. Um, I don't know if it's in Braille on Bard yet. Um, but there's a certain charm about Stephen King's writing that really appears in this book. The characters are so interested, interesting and um, he really has a wonderful mind, imagination, flair with language. And, I mean, there were parts of this book that I found quite boring. But, I mean, as I said, it was long. And mostly, if you're reading a long book, there are parts of it that you're going to find boring. But thank you for letting me discuss this. I think it's his newest book. I don't know. But... Um, I hope that people decide to read it and that they will enjoy it. And thank you for listening. Thank you for your comments. We appreciate that. That's, uh, and we have uh, Don with his ahead. hand, hand sure. up again. So, Don, uh, there you go. And remember, for those who don't know, we have to hit a button so that they can unmute, which I did, Don. So you should be able to you unmute. should be clear to unmute yourself. <laughs> but we do have to do that, so. That's what we sacrificed oh. to avoid the noise. <laughs> okay, I should be on there now. You're good. Um, yep. yep you're I good. tell you, it's so good to hear your voice, Joan. I mean, you and I go way, 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 way back. So, um, I also read Fairy Tale. My sister, Betty Jane, is a big Stephen King fan, and she, she plugged it pretty good, but uh, I just I just couldn't do it. Once uh the 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 main guy charlie he gets thrown in the prison in this um in this um how would i describe it this um other world that stephen king created 
you know, once he got thrown in the jug, I just I just couldn't, uh, you know, carry it on. I just had to get rid of it after that point. Well, it just it, it, it was entirely too long, but that's nothing new. Even King and entirely too long books are, you know, are, are you know, it's, it's uh, like a guarantee that his books are going to be too long. All you have but to do his is early books were so good. I mean, oh, he would he yeah. would make you keep reading his early books. I love books. the stand. Oh, that the was stand the, was quite a book. Yeah. That was and it still is the it best is. book ever written yeah, by I, anybody that I, know. I haven't had the courage to read it since the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's good. It's a stellar yeah. book. Yeah. I wondered if we were going in that direction right? when that pandemic got Just started. Wonder. Yeah, yeah. You never yeah. know. Yeah. Well, thank you for your comments to both of you. That was. It's I just remember, I remember reading Cujo and thinking, man, <laughs> I was afraid every time a dog barked outside, I was afraid yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Christine, that stupid book was enough to make you want to just be very careful about where you were <laughs> no around, around cars, right? Just, <laughs> yeah. Oof. Yeah. All right. Well, folks, one of the reasons that I wanted was looking forward to gathering today, I wanted to talk about the value or lack of value of series books. And I bring it up because as I look at my book reading habits, I find myself doing an awful lot of series read. Partly that's because the industry, the publishing industry, encourages that kind of behavior on the part of the authors. It's frankly a moneymaker uh, unless the author goes really off the rail and the series just disintegrate. But normally speaking, um, if you get something going that's going to make money, they, they're, they're going to come back and say, oh, hey, uh, let's next year do another one of those. Um, and so it's an industry thing, but it's there are a lot of folks out there who don't like them, who I tend to read them, and mostly I don't feel enslaved to them. But on the other hand, I don't know. I'd like to know how you deal with series reading, whether you do it, whether you don't do it, and if you don't, why not? Um, you know, some of the advantages, disadvantages, we'll open that up to everybody here, and I'll reserve any comments of mine until last, I guess. Um, I have so many different series that I'm reading that I lose <laughs> because for whatever reason, if it's longer than a trilogy, mm -hmm. I don't read the whole series back to back because I find that I don't, that I, it gets too predictable or I don't appreciate how good the author is if I do that. It's easy to burn out, isn't it? It is, or something, and and I don't I don't like to do that because if you go back, then it ends up being you know that it's a good series. But mm -hmm. but I have so many going that it's hard to remember where I left off. I've got so many things written down and yeah. taking them off lists, and <laughs> there has to be a better way. And also, sometimes you don't know if you should read the series in order or if it matters if you read something out of the middle of it because i've done that by accident that's really crucial too. isn't it that's just huge and we're going to spend time on that before the discussion ends we have a, a comment we do. pierre is joining us go ahead pierre and then sherry you'll be right after pierre yeah uh talking about series i've got so many of those i could <laughs> sometimes the librarian have to remind me uh there's a new book in this series do you want it because <laughs> i've got so many that uh but but the thing that annoys me with nls mm -hmm. they may do book one and then do book do uh book three four and five and they don't do two Yes. And uh, and now there's a series that I started called uh, Ten Badges, and that came out about three years ago, and they haven't done the second book yet. Oh, it's maddening, is it not? It drives you crazy. Yeah. 
It does. Because you, you kind of don't want to go on to the third book because you're missing out on, you could conceivably miss out on stuff. And so well, it's sort because, of, go ahead. Yeah, because they talk about things that happened in the book before. Well, yeah, yeah. And you have no idea what they're talking it's, about. Yeah, it's like walking into the movie at the, at the, half, at the halfway mark. Something. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Well, and some series are good enough that the author gives you enough of a clue that you don't have to have completely read the one before to be able to go on. I'm going to review a few books like that today, exactly, in that category. <laughs> yep. Sherry is next, and then uh, iPhone is up after her. So iPhone, you can start unmuting while Sherry talking. Hi, guys. And, hi. I have kind of mixed feelings about series. I tend to get bored with them. Mm -hmm. And with new reading, I almost avoid books that say they're part of the series. Interesting. But sometimes I find them by accident. Like last year, I recommended a book called Murder and Tiffany that ended up being part of the series. And there's only three books and I got everything that was available from Audible. Mm -hmm. And I'm really hoping the author continues it. And then just <clears> last <throat> week, I stumbled on a book I read that was really good. And I liked it so much. I'm like, let's see what else there is by the author. And it was, there were four books of the series on Bard, although Bard doesn't call them a series yet. Oh, so they're golly. just random. Oh. I noticed they were a series because I looked on Audible. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, some books I've read, I've been reading the Jonathan Kellerman, Alec Delaware series since the 80s. Yes. And I pre-order them every year in February. The new book comes out and mm. I get it and I read it that day, all day long, all night mm. long until I finish it. And Excellent. It, it, it's not, I get tired of the series because they get formulaic, but that one doesn't because I love the psychology and the characters develop throughout it if you read it in order, but the cases always change. So it keeps me interested. And then there's been times I've abandoned series because the author goes off the rail. I'm about that with the Joanne Flute, Candace Winston series. I gave them up after book 19 or 20, forget now. Yes. Um, it just seems like to that. have fallen apart, doesn't it? Yeah, it just yeah. went weird places and it's You're supposed right. to be a cozy series and it went places I don't think cozy series should go. You're absolutely right. I could not endorse that more heavily. That's Yeah. Yeah. It's And it's sad because in the early days, that was a fun, cute book it series books really to read. Fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. As for Bard, sometimes I've, I've been reading a series for a long time, started among set by Catherine Kurtz. They're a group of trilogies, but it is a series. Mm -hmm. And they start at one point in history of this land, this fantasy, and go to the other, okay. you know, to like what would be present time in that world. Mm -hmm. And the last three books in that series, Bard has the third one but not the first and the second one. Gosh. Uh, I read them from Audible, but if I was reading them from Bard, I would just still be waiting. You'd still be, yeah, it's just crazy. <laughs> waiting, waiting, where are they? And other books, like there's one series I've read for a long time too, The Daughters of England, kind of historical fiction stuff. Mm -hmm. Bard has books one through three, no four and five, and uh, then the rest of the series. So four and five are out there in the wind somewhere. Steve they were wins. originally recorded on record. That's how long I've been reading them. Mm-hmm. But they never, you know, they're not hard uh, they're not now. So. so as long as I have you on the on the hot seat and, and kind of preparing for two weeks anyway. Um yeah. <laughs> just kidding about it. what seriously, what what makes you stay with the series as opposed to what makes you say, Okay, I'm done, book one and two are all I can handle, or book one. Is there any particular thing about a series that stands out with you and causes you to say, Yeah, I'm gonna hang on with that one? Usually characters are number one. Yeah. Um, if it keeps my interest in some way, like the reason I like the Alex Delaware series is the characters are really great. 
and mm-hmm. they grow their relationship progress, their life progress. Mm-hmm. But every time the case is different. So something keeps me going because it's interesting. Yeah. Um, sometimes a, if a series gets too formulaic, where a series is a series, you know it's going to be the same thing. Okay. If I write a series, it's going to be a series and you're going to know you expect to read romances and blah 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 that's what you're going to get it's going to take place in haven valley colorado maybe so (laughs) but it has to some the plot and the characters mostly have to kind of get me Mm -hmm. it's a plot you can have it a mystery be a it's a mystery that's a plot it's going to be a mystery Mm -hmm. but the plot can be different every time and be not the same old somebody got murdered Mm -hmm. now the main characters have to figure it out how they figure it out has to be what keeps you interested because it has to be different all the time for me it just can't be the same same thing over and over peter robinson did that well kellerman does that well michael Mm -hmm. connelly that's another one i've been yeah 30 years Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, those are great examples of long, enduring series that seem to be different with every book. Every book, and I never get tired of them. Exactly. Like something else is good, you know. What adventure is he taking me on now? Yeah, that's that's a great way to look at it. Thank you for your comments. I appreciate that. iPhone. We had iPhone. is next. So iPhone, come on in. Tell us us what your first name is. Because we don't know. (laughs) It says iPhone. Okay, then let's uh, bring in Pierre again. He he wants to talk about something. Yeah. Uh, there was one series I started reading, and it was the Eve Dallas. Uh-huh. And J.D. Roth. After about the fourth book, I called my library and threw up my hands and said, I give up. Enough. No more. <laughs> I mean, the, the book is 300 pages. You tear out 275 of the text, and there's 25 pages left. <laughs> I it scares me when people get inside my head and you just did that's that's kind of my feeling toward those books I I just can't read them that's, that's, that's too funny I think iPhone is unmuted now I think we're ready go ahead go ahead and then Don you're next we can't hear you if you're trying to speak right. they're unmuted they're unmuted hello iPhone they can send a message, but just can't talk. Yeah, we, we saw the chat. Okay, how about Don? Is he ready? Hey there. There you uh, go. Okay, now, I, I didn't get the name of the last gentleman who was on. Uh, that would be Pierre. Pierre, okay. Well, it's uh, the classic case of different strokes for different folks. Exactly, yeah. Because I was going to talk about two different theories. One is over. And one is ongoing. The one that's ongoing is the Eve Dallas books. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the minute I find out that uh, Eve Dallas is on board or the minute somebody uh, sends me a copy of one of their books, it stop the press, stop the world, don't write, <laughs> don't call. I wouldn't miss one of those books for anything. And, you know, you know, I know all the things that everybody says that they have the depth of a hot fudge sundae. But <laughs> doggone it, I can't eat hot fudge sundaes anymore. I'm a diabetic, so they're the hot fudge sundaes that I can have, and they won't kill me. <laughs> there you go. And you know, they now Eve and her husband 
uh, Rourke, they've been married now for over three years. So as the the number of books have, has risen, the wild sex scenes have diminished considerably. Mm -hmm. and, and it's hardly surprising because after, you know, over three years of a marriage, the mm -hmm. wild sex is going to go out the window. Well, at some point, though. And, and you know, because uh, unlike, well, he, he would tear out those pages, I just yeah. kind of <laughs> scoot past them because, yeah, those scenes just make me sad at my age. Yeah. But, but there's the rest of the story. There's her partner, Peabody. There's uh, her friend, Mavis, and their daughter, Bella. Oh, my goodness. Um, I, in fact, sat down to write a, uh, a fan fiction based on those characters. There you go. And the way I did it, I had Bella at 16 years of age. You know, right now she's only one. Mm -hmm. So I took it 15 years further into the future mm -hmm. and had her on a date out after curfew. And what do you think she finds? A dead body. Of course. And who does she call? She's Dallas. Right. So it's just so much fun for me. But oh, that's, that's one the one series. Now, the other series i want to talk about is over now and it's probably not all that well known uh the the author's name is harry turtledove and the series is a grand total of 11 books it starts out with one freestanding book and then there's uh two trilogies and a, a four-part series and his his whole basic premise is that the south won the civil war mm -hmm. and that on this continent of north america there has been a usa and a csa mm -hmm. and he carries america and the world from the 1880s mm -hmm. to 1945 when the the CSA is once and for all defeated interesting uh, and it is just loaded with interesting and exciting you know characters mm -hmm. you know that's those those series books are character driven no question yeah, about they have it. to be don't they yeah. oh yeah and mm -hmm. these are you know characters you can you know jump in and, and really really enjoy them now the difference between that series and the <clears throat> eve dallas book is an eve dallas book you can just jump into the middle and and yeah. read one anytime you don't mm -hmm. have to go all the way back and start with book one mm -hmm. so because and even you can jump into one of the one of the later books and just and grab it and read it in a couple days and you know you've got your evaluation for a while mm -hmm. so but those two are really the best series that i've come across i read some of the some of the um alex delaware back mm -hmm. when i was married and both my wife and i got way into the harry potter when when our marriage sure. was young and sure. we read the last five of that series you know side by side whenever mm -hmm. the bard editions came out mm -hmm. so that all yeah. wrapped up around what maybe 2009 possibly i don't know somewhere in, in the early 2000s yeah, that's yeah. some good good stuff those mm -hmm. seven amazing books they are amazing let's All try right, iphone one comments. more time and see if, if they're with us are you with us iphone you're unmuted so if maybe a microphone issue okay well we'll All right. get to them when we can you. sorry um I find that if I am in a, a series, if I can abandon it, not abandon it, but put it on hold for two or three months and then come back to it, it seems fresh. And I'm able to continue on with the, the books. Um, let's let Donna. Yeah, we'll a, bring in Donna and then we'll. Then I'll. Donna, you can unmute. Or you should be able to. I did send her the 
request to unmute. All right, we're hearing a screen reader we didn't used to hear. Yep, okay, well, we'll come back to her when we can. I just sent her one too, Perry. Okay. So maybe, maybe that'll get it, I don't know. Jaws and Zoom have had some interesting updates over the past week. So. It certainly has. Yeah, it's called. Oh, this, not this Jaws working. update. <sighs> yeah, it is not good. Okay, uh, we'll come back to her. Yeah. We'll get She's back right. to doing it. I like bug zoos, but not inside my computer. Okay, <laughs> um, my way of dealing with series books, and I do read a lot of them. I have sixty-five going at the moment, and oh my, <laughs> and I don't touch them. I mean, I look at them about once every three months. I will rotate back to the to a specific series, and so each time I get there, it's it feels like a fresh experience. And I'll have the review I did three months ago to remind me, oh yes, that's what happened in book five. Well, here I am at the cusp of book six, so that should be a good experience. Um, that helps me a lot in terms of otherwise. I don't think I'd read very many series books because the the pot potential for burnout. Uh, you know, if I have to read these characters again, I'll go crazy. I'm sick of them. And it it really does help to lie them aside and come back to them when you're when you've been away for a few weeks or months or whatever it takes. Um, the the part the things that bother me about the National Library Service and these series books is that the tendency it has of putting six or seven or even nine of these on a single cartridge. And uh, well, we're sorry to see you go. And yeah, try try calling back on your regular phone if you can. Maybe that would help you. Um, so I just really get frustrated with these, I call them cartridge busters. I don't, I don't know what else you would call them. These compilations on a single cartridge. The only, uh, yes, the number would be six, four, six, eight, seven, six, nine, nine, two, three. And then you need the code two, eight, seven, seven, two, three, four, six, zero, zero. Dude, that's a lot of numbers. It is a lot of numbers. I'm impressed you know it. And I'd be forced to look that up. You know, when you do when you do shows four days a week, we kind I understand. Of, after I'm, a while, I'm grateful for your help because you, you're you're obviously magnificent at this. But uh, wow, it's beyond my ability. I can tell you. Two eight seven seven two three four six zero zero. All right. Thank you for that. Uh, we called. We did call repeatedly. Yep, we did. Over and over. Over and over. Yeah, three times at least. At least. I'm not sure what that's about. All right. Um, so, so you don't like the compilation? Well, I'll tell you why I don't. I just I want to not read them all at once if I can help it because that's, that's when the burnout kicks in. And right. what I've been doing with those is just deliberately splitting them up. But don't you think I sort of like them in a way because normally – you get the same narrator for all of them. And there's nothing that ruins a series more for me sometimes than having the narrator switch in the middle of it. Well, that does, that's a valid point. That's a good point. I split them up just for the purposes of reviews, and then I will use the NLS title. So, for example, I'm dealing with one right now called Ben Kincaid Books uh, 6 and 7. And what I'm going to be doing with that is actually splitting it up into two reviews and and then I'll use the same NLS title down uh, where I put that information at the bottom. But uh, those are kind of a struggle sometimes because I'll think, okay, gosh, did I read that? And then I have to go look it up. And But, yeah, I don't know. I'm fine with the series as long as I don't spend a lot of time with it book after book, back to back. That's where it, it goes to pieces for me. So. 
It looks like we have area code 314 in the Zoom. Does she have her hand raised? She does, so I will hit the button. So you should be able to unmute now. She 314. Okay, this is Donna. I don't know what there happened before, but my computer would not unmute when, uh, when I was on with the computer. But you're here. anyway, we have, you, we have you now. Yep. Okay, great. Go. Anyway, um, I wanted to talk about a series that I started reading earlier in the week, and I'm really enjoying it immensely. Um, it's called the Noodle Shop Mystery Series. And it is it's by Vivian, V-I-V-I-E-N, Chin, C-H-I-E-N. And the first three books are actually together so that they, you know, they're in order. Um, and the rest of the books are on bar because I checked them out. Five and six are also together. But um, they are, uh, it's about a family that owns a Chinese restaurant. They, they are in an area that's like kind of like a Chinatown. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the girl's mother is Chinese. The father is not. But mm-hmm. um, it's told from this girl's, uh, her viewpoint. Um, and she gets in, involved with all these. There, in each book, there's a murder committed, and she's doing a lot of losing. She gets involved with this cop that's on the case, and they kind of get a thing going and uh, through the series. And I'm only on book four, but I'm really enjoying it. They're not real, real long books. It's easy reading, and uh, I, I really like it a lot. Thank you for that. That's that's not one I'm familiar with. So now you have my. Way to go. You've now probably... I know the first <laughs> book, I don't remember the name of the second one, but the first one is called Death by Dumpling. The third one I know is called Murder Lo Main. Oh, but gosh. those first th- three books are together. They're real catchy titles. Uh, yes. Wonton Terror, Egg Drop Dead. Uh, I can't think of them all uh, uh, offhand, but uh, mm-hmm. it, it really is good. I can get, get anyone the list that is interested. Some of them you will have to look up to uh, find each one individually. But if you type in Noodle Shop, you will get the first three books. And then there are five and six. That also will come up, list out those together. Um, but then the fourth one is it's called Wonton Terror. And that is, you have to look that up separately. But if you look up the author, then uh, then they should all come up. Okay. Let's spend a thank you for your comments. We, I appreciate mm-hmm. that. I'm glad you could, could get in. Um, yeah, I don't know is, why my computer did. It was why it did that because uh, I've addition. been uh, in other meetings and I didn't have that problem. Mm-hmm. I think Zoom it worked. I know it worked differently with a convention and and uh, mm-hmm. like our Lions meetings are on Zoom and right. it all works. Each one is different. They are, yeah. Depending on whether you have a webinar or it's just yeah, it's very different. Thank you for that. Um, I want to spend a minute talking about where do you find the series. My favorite resource to go to is fantasticfiction.com. It's extremely accessible. That's why one of the reasons I like it so well. And it seems to do a nice job of pointing out what you need. So if you go in there and type in an author's name, uh, Bernhardt William, for example, Bernhardt, William, uh, you will get in order the series that he did on Ben Kincaid, who is a Tulsa attorney, um, um, a fictional Tulsa attorney, of course. And it's nice to have all of those titles right there, one after another. You can then easily, if you're using tab browsers, you can easily flip from fantasticfiction.com to Bard and uh, double-check to see whether Bard has these series and what order and all of those things. And uh, it's really a, ha- a nice, handy tool. And you can look up all kinds of authors on that site. It's not just for serious reading. It's 
anybody that you want to look up and research to see what they've published. Um, again, it's fantasticfiction.com, and it costs you nothing to just type the name in the edit box and then down arrow to the result. Dan uh, is with us. Hey, yes. Dan, you should be able to unmute now. Hi. Uh, whoops. Oh, you're, you're good. Here. You're good. We got you. Oh, sorry about that. Okay, the mystery solved. Uh, who iPhone? That was me. What Zoom? I was in a meeting earlier, and Zoom threw me out oh. of my account, and I logged back in. I thought I did, but I think what happened is I came in your meeting somehow unknown, mm -hmm. and so I didn't realize you were calling on me. <laughs> so I had to go back to Zoom and figure out. Oh, I, I don't know. I've been having all kinds of trouble with Zoom in the past month or so, just throwing me out. Well, and, and there no were two. Uh, there were two iPhones, so I I hit send the unmute message to both so that we could get it. So good thing that we have you now. Oh, sorry you about made that. It. No okay. problem. Yeah. You're well, here. now I'm actually a person. That's right. But I was going to say about <laughs> this discussion about series is really interesting. I guess I tend to have. I guess it's sort of the spoiled child mentality. It's like, I want all or nothing. And if I can't get an entire series, I won't bother with it. It's like, well, you know, listen, you're not going to provide book. Uh, you know, I complained to them. They have a uh, three uh, series biography of Graham Greene. They have volumes two and three. And, and I asked them, and they had some weird excuses. And I said, well, but you did volumes two and three. Ridiculous. But uh, if I finish the series, it's because I could get the whole thing. Um, you really ought to get a collection development I, staffer on here one of these weeks. Well, we'll look into that. Part of the problem, I think part of the problem is there's not enough oversight. They have these mm -hmm. committees around the country that, mm -hmm. but you have, they have to choose you for the committee. Yeah. You can't just say, I want to. You know, right. they only have a certain number of people per region. And, yep, yep. Um, but the other thing that holds me back on series is if I can't figure out what order they're in, I won't read them until I get the correct order. Mm -hmm. That's why it took me forever to read the Century of the World Trilogy by Ken Follett because I right. could not remember the order. Right. And then when I did read them, I tackled them. I thought the only way I can review them is to tackle them all at once. And that's what I did. Good job. Wow, that's oh, impressive. Man. Those are long. Those are they, long. Books. Yeah. And, Took you forever. Wow, good for you. Well, was it worth it? Did you enjoy them? Oh, I did. I always look at if I know I'm going to read a series, I don't let any other book tempt me. It, it's just going to wait. I'm either going to read the series, or I may read a few pages and say, "Done with it." You know, I'm not going to bother. But okay. it's sort of like I take a series as a uh, reading a series as a commitment. I've read and reviewed several series on DB Review, like the Century of the World trilogy. Mm -hmm. uh, what was another one? Oh, did I review the John Masters World War One trilogy? I don't remember. I think the titles are by the by the Green of the Spring and, and may God be thanked. I forget what the third. I don't book remember is seeing those. Yeah. Uh, oh boy, I don't know. <laughs> they're long. Yeah. If I want if I can adequately review them, but they're it's each about twenty yeah. hours long. And um, did, did I review the North and South tr trilogy? Yes, I believe no, we did probably, see that. Uh, John Jakes. Mm, yep. Yep. Okay, I'll have to. Huh. And right now, I'm not reading any series. I mean, there are authors that I'm reading, Dorothy, Abent, and Frank. I'm bit by bit reading all 26 of her books. Mm -hmm. um, we won't be seeing anymore. She passed away. I'm not sure right. what happened. but um, um, And I, I'll probably read all the rest of the Mary Kay Andrews books. Mm -hmm. And also her alter ego, Catherine Trocek. I'll mm -hmm. probably read and review them. Mm -hmm. Oh, that was so good. Eventually. Yeah. eventually i don't know when <laughs> all right well thank you for your, your comments and your thoughts on this you're welcome yep. let's bring on yeah, uh jimmy real quick jimmy what 
Well, thank you. Appreciate that. We enjoy doing it, Jimmy. It's a lot of fun. I read that book that I read. Well, and anytime you read a good book that you want me to tell everybody about, just send me an email. Yeah, let us know. And let me know, and I'll I'll tell them all about it for you. Okay. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you, Jimmy. It takes a lot of work and effort for you to make a call like that, and we really appreciate it. We're grateful. Yeah, we appreciate it. Yes. All right. Um, So, again, fantasticfiction.com is a great place to go look for a series if you're trying to figure out the order of the books. And um, I use it all the time. I'm in there quite a bit. Um, Is it on Bard? Because I went to look to Bard Express, and I couldn't find it under the series. Um. I you, for me because I'm slow. You're going to need to clarify your question. Is what okay? On I'm Bart? sorry. It's not on Bard or is on Bard. What the Ben Kincaid series? Oh, or... he is on Bard. That's where I'm getting them. And uh, it, it's if you look it up under William, uh, his name is Bernhardt, the author. B E R N H A R D T. That D is silent. Oh, Bernhardt. Wonder Bernhardt why they don't William. have it under a series. Yeah, the series is Ben Kincaid. He's a, a Tulsa lawyer. The books are a tremendous lot of fun. I'm I'm just today starting book six, and um, it's uh, it's worth your time. I've I've enjoyed all of it. Uh, ben is a shoestring attorney who has almost no budget because his clients never pay him, and he's uh, he's just this poor guy who's who's uh, he has a staff of really eccentric, unusual characters. The best the best part of this is seeing the interaction between Ben. And his legal assistant, a young flamboyant woman named Christina, uh, I hope the two of them eventually marry. They they skirt around the edges of interest, and it never quite has come to anything yet. But, uh, but it's fun. It's a fun interaction between the two. She is extremely flamboyant, but also really good at what she does. And so uh, you you whenever she enters the book, you can't help but automatically smile. It's like, oh boy, here comes who knows what. The courtroom portion of these books is quite dramatic. It's a it's a, it's really an attention getter. And uh, if you start the series, Joe Wilson reads the first five books, and he does a fairly credible job. And, um, oh, I forgot who reads books six and seven. But uh, it's there are like 19 books in the whole series. So if you commit to it, uh, it's, you're in for a long haul, or, or you're going to give up early. It doesn't either way. But, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, are they available? All they are. Bard has, I don't know how many oh. of the 19 Bard has. Let me see what I have real quick in my, and it'll take just seconds to look it up here. Uh, as soon as a hard drive wakes up, all of my stuff is stored on an external drive, which is a bad thing and a good thing. If there's ever a fire, you just grab your drive and run. But uh, uh, let's see. Bad. Here he is. So I have uh, uh, like 19 books in the series, uh, 20 books in the series. And they are all in Bard. Um so yeah, there it's it's all there, um, and it's a again good series. Um, Some of us don't have a life; we just read. What's that? <laughs> Some of us just don't have a life; we just I know, read. That's me. Yeah, that's definitely I, me. Yeah, we've got the I iPhone mobile, mobile app. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. 
Yeah, I think the Bard Mobile app. No, I interrupted you. Shame on me. No, you're good. I think the Bard Bard Mobile app will, uh, if you swipe down, I think it'll show you books in order. Like if you're searching, like all books in the whatever series. Yeah, yeah, and you that's double true. tap. It'll, yeah. Once you uh, find the title, if you flick I, down, I think, it tends. Yeah. To, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Bard Express is supposed to do something like that. Actually, I don't use that. I don't know. So if it don't works. Know. Um, well, is that is Bard Express new? No, it's no, been it's been out for, for years. years. No, it's uh, been a, at least. It, I won't now, but someday, if someone really wants in a while to use it, I'll tell them after hours. I have okay. a very good reason for using it. Okay, well, that's good to know. <laughs> I want What's the difference between you know, the, can, the Bard and the know, Bard? Express? Bard Express is for your computer. Okay. Bard Express so is Bard Windows for dummies. Yeah, it's Bard for yeah. dummies. It's it's simplified uh, Bard, basically, yes, is what it is. It. Uh, that's, well, I guess I'm a simpleton. I use well, it all the time. Yeah. Oh, that's when I'm looking up book numbers and no. stuff for oh, the that's show interesting. and things like that, yeah. I use it all the time. You should do a, a seminar in this in this space on how to use that someday. Yeah, we can do that, Jennifer. It's not that hard to use, and it's a good tool, so I don't when I'm when I say dummies, I'm laughing at myself too. So okay. I'm not. I, see, I've never touched it. So oh, I haven't. Uh, I haven't either. I, I use it all the time because because huh. you can even well there, because my Braille display is old enough that I can't use the Bard app on it. I take my um, SD card and put in my computer and download right. the Braille books ah, from Bard Express that I want to. There you go that would be another great well, seminar well, for this space is to how to set your braille display up to, to handle the best the bard books in the best way so like the reflow and the i don't know uh, well i know that doesn't work go ahead the, the uh bard the new e-reader is supposed to have reflow in it right in the software and humanware model and it's it's not working there's some bugs right uh in the so software what? the utah library told me mm-hmm. the one thing i can't do on, on my e-reader and you can do it because there's obviously a way to do it. I cannot log into Bookshare. Oh, when I start when I start typing in my credentials, it just beeps. It might be have to do with where you're where you're focused, where, where the cursor is, because I I didn't have that trouble. Um, or how do you get into the edit mode, and that might have something I have to, to see. Yeah, it'd be, see. it'd be a Got fun... Got better ones in Ohio than they do Iowa, maybe. I don't know. That <laughs> <laughs> might be. I mean, I mean, I always tell people, when you get a device like this or a Brilliant, the first thing you need to do is decide what computer code you want to use. Do you want to use UEB yeah. or not? Right. And once you've decided that, then you can eliminate all the frustration of, I can't lock in. It's because you didn't you know you didn't know UEB, which I right. don't. Not kind of, Bard so, and but that was, that's the first thing I always do. Right. With any braille device. It's a good decision. Yeah. Bard and everything. I can do Bard and everything oh. else with it, but it only it's only there. Oh, okay. We do have a problem That's with the iPhone. Did you see that, Perry? Um, uh, we have. iPhone, I guess, said they caught. What's the I think issue? they Then I think they left. They went away. Oh, okay. They went away. Okay. Sorry um, about that. Roll on, Mississippi. All right. Um, do we have time for a quick review here? We must we have time for a review. Yeah, or I'm right. going to give That's what up. we're supposed to be all about. Doug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've reviewed this several weeks ago on, on DB Review, but I liked this book well enough that I wanted to that I wanted to bring it here because I've not I've not talked about it in this space. It surprised me, first of all. Actually, let me back up. 
I want to talk to you about some nonfiction because I don't do a whole lot of nonfiction and and it's not a bad thing. There are people out there who are hungry for this stuff and they don't get enough of it recommended or reviewed. So I would tip my hat to those of you who are nonfiction readers. Uh, and, and Dan, you get a lot of glory too, because you read a lot of nonfiction and review it and you're I not do. at all afraid to do that. And I'm grateful to see that when it comes across, um, this is, this is a long title. So I'm going to read it off my braille display. I'm never going to memorize this. It's called the Korean <laughs> war, how we met the challenge, how all out Asian war was averted. Why MacArthur was dismissed. Why today's war objectives must be limited. That's the whole title. Fortunately for you and me, if we're mere mortals and we just search for the <laughs> Korean War, in quote, on the Bard site, this book will come up. The author is Matthew B. Ridgway. He is an appropriate author for this title because he was the commanding general yeah. during the Korean War. What surprised me about the book, oh, wait a minute, the order number, if you are eligible to borrow books from the National Library Service, is DB32628. Once again, DB32628. Um what surprised me about this book, guys, was that, that how well it was written. I always thought these military histories were often written by ghostwriters, you know, by so-and-so as told to Jerry Ghostwriter or whatever. And um, um, this one doesn't appear to have any kind of ghostwriting involved in it. It looks like Ridgway wrote the whole thing. He's, he did a magnificent job with this. I was captivated by the book to the, to the very back cover. Um, this is, well, this is good stuff. Um, he tells a great story, but he doesn't bog you down in names, dates, and locations. You, you're not going to get confused and lost. Um, this is his account of the Korean War in his perspective as commander of the 8th Army, and again later when he took MacArthur's place. Those of you who know a little about history will know that Truman and MacArthur had a nasty, a very public nasty spat. And uh, ultimately, yep. Truman felt he had no choice but to fire uh, Douglas MacArthur. And uh, probably, according to Ridgway, that was probably the right choice, interestingly enough. Um, and Ridgway actually liked MacArthur. He was sympathetic to him, but he, he understood why it was important for Truman to fire him. Ridgway said it even helped avert a constitutional crisis because it enabled the civilians to stay in command of the armed forces, which is exactly what the Constitution calls for. Um, let's see. What else do I really want to tell you about this really quickly? Um, he. Uh, he thought the Korean War would be America's last war fought completely with conventional weapons. Fortunately, that prediction was wrong. We have not, so far at least, used uh, uh, limited nuclear weaponry in any of our wars since then, and we've fought, fought several. That's a good kind of wrong to be, to be I think. Um, but this was, gosh, I, I really immersed myself in it. it. It, I didn't know much about this war, and I had, you know, from him, I learned so much about the difficulties they had. Uh, we've all watched MASH, I know, and we so we have some weird understanding of the Korean War. But in some ways, it really is America's forgotten war. And what's amazing is those guys really did suffer, and they really had difficulty and struggles. And uh, and Ridgway naturally is sympathetic to the American military cause, and so he gives it credit for winning a lot of victories that you may not have been aware of. Um, it's worth, again, it's worth reading. It's, uh, again, if you just search for the Korean War, you'll find it DB32. Um, Six two eight, and I very much enjoyed it. And if you're a nonfiction buff, I, I hope you will as well. That's it for me. I guess it says a minute to six. I guess I'll need to shut up. Well, we say thank you very much. Thank you for everybody, <laughs> the panelists. We thank the moderator, everybody that participated. Again, thank you. Have a wonderful holiday. See you in two weeks. <laughs>